0: What's up? This is Mark Lopes from Metal Church, Ross Rasta Box band. Let's pray. And you'll listen to
1: Aftershocks TV. And for, don't forget to keep it fucking metal. Yeah. All right, welcome everybody back to another episode here of Aftershocks TV, right here on the CMS Network. And our guest today was coming to us from what I believe is really one of the best and most impressive dual metal bands on the globe right now. And they just released, a, excuse me, released their self titled sophomore full length. Uh, we've got from Birmingham, Alabama. We got drummer Eric from the band Amber. Eric, man, thanks for coming on with us. How are you, bud?
0: Good, 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 good. Just got off a long day of work, but uh, <laughs> still living.
1: All right, <laughs> You're still You're alive. <laughs> <laughs> still alive and breathing, man. Great, man. appreciate it, like I said, man. And just want to start off and, and just say really to you guys, I mean, congrats on this really outstanding record here. Yep. Uh, it's just out now Thank on you. Black But Records. Uh, landed number nine on the Doom charts for December. Just came out today, so congrats, obviously, and getting on that chart. That's always a... Yeah, a that, that was
0: great. A lot, lot of great bands on that, uh, on that list.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, got a, man.
0: Of, got a lot of new listens to do.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely, man. Well, you know, I just want to, you know, the first thing that I, you know, before we get into talking about the music, obviously, the first thing, you know, looking at the record is, is this album cover. Obviously, uh, I just want you to kind of explain what all that symbolism or signage is. I mean, talk about what that is right there that we're seeing on the right. That the,
0: is that is actually uh i think it was uh ancient sumeria i can't remember uh ancient sumerian writing um Mm. and it's actually the very first written form for the word liberty and freedom
1: Mm. okay so i actually
0: there's actually kind of a cool story behind that uh regardless of anybody's political beliefs. In uh, uh, 2008, I was a big Ron Paul guy. I don't know if you remember
1: him. Of course. Mm-hmm. So yep. with,
0: when Ron Paul kind of came onto the scene, there was a lot of uh, talk about uh, anarcho-capitalism and voluntarism and things like that. And uh, I re- had remembered seeing this symbol tattooed on a, on a bunch of people and started researching it and things. And it kind of fell off the wayside and I kind of forgot about it. And then when we started getting into writing this album and getting into the lyrical content, that specific writing mm-hmm. or that uh, that text just matched the uh, message of the album, basically. And uh, we really liked how when we formatted it into this uh, what you see here on the cover that it, uh, it's it's simplistic and kind of makes you ask questions.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah no well let's I mean I guess since we're we're talking about you know um, what you know the album means lyrically yeah I mean I'm I'm gonna I'm just gonna bring up you know one of the one of the tracks you got the video out there for the track yellow um, great track it's one of the best ones I think on the record and it starts the song starts saying and I'll quote it this is a story of your enslavement how it came to be and how you could finally be free you know and so I mean I I personally kind of understand i think i know where you guys are going with that and i, I kind of agree with you I'm pretty much on everything i think that you're you're you are you know talking about lyrically on this record um no, i mean i guess just talk to us yeah expand if you if you can eric a little bit on really the band's message you know in terms of just what you guys you know represent in terms of a band or is it just for this record you wanted to sort of uh speak lyrically obviously there's some you know political leanings in it, but it's not a, a left and right, you know, one side versus other side sort of uh, message. That at least I'm, that's what I'm taking from what I'm seeing lyrically. So once you kind of go ahead and expand to the audience here, what you really are trying to, uh, I guess, present lyrically on the record.
0: Yeah, so uh, pretty much all of us in the band kind of fall in line with uh, either libertarianism or extreme libertarianism. I'm more mm-hmm. of the extreme vein. Okay. Uh, And the message of the album kind of revolves around that because I feel or not me, but we feel uh, that, you know, you got the left and right paradigm in the political realm and things like that. And everybody's fighting to force their beliefs on other people. And if you look into the basics of libertarianism, it's basically just leave me the fuck alone. And I'll leave you alone mm-hmm. let 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 <laughs> me follow let me follow my freedom and what my path is and I don't have to believe like you you don't have to believe like me, but we can have commonality in uh the Constitution uh you know the basic tenets of like I said libertarianism, which is uh the right to self ownership and uh the non-aggression principle have you heard that
1: mm-hmm uh- Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. so anything that implies or anything that requires force is not a good idea.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, another, you know, I know another track that, you know, we'll get into talking to a little bit about is end cycle. Uh, great track. Another great track. I love on, on the record. Um, same thing. Sampling is there's some messages there. Do you, do you, I mean, I guess that I, I, you know, I'm with you on that in terms of, you know, leave us, you know, you even got a song here, leave us alone. I mean, you know, you really just, <laughs> this is really what I obviously the strongest, you know, the big strong message you have on this record, as you just you know, referred to it, is really just, like you said, I'll do me, you do you type of thing. You know, like you said, being in this, in the doom metal, you know, sort of realm, if you want to call it, you know, there are a lot of, you know, uh, there's, there's a lot of people, once you start talking anything politically, You know whether even though it's not you're not really aligning yourself to either side of the of the paradigm as you mentioned, they just hear one thing that they might get their you know might disagree with or have their different opinion and they sort of throw up their arms and they start you know kind of getting all uh, agitated Mm -hmm. because they think you're sort of you know advocating for one side of the political sphere than the other. Have you guys felt a lot of the pushback over the years from your message from the fans or have people been pretty? pretty open to what you're you're coming with
0: so uh this is actually our first album that we've kind of went along this route and uh um you know the the world has changed a lot in the past four years and we Mm -hmm. went along this route because we think that regardless of what one thinks about our particular message the point of it is is that the conversations have got to start opening up and to be completely honest people have to Mm. stop being so sensitive get Mm -hmm. a little bit of thicker skin because if we Mm. don't get to that point we will we'll never have meaningful conversations
1: agreed yeah
2: right 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 i think that's a great point eric too um you know i could talk about this all day long and we've you know obviously limited our time (laughs) but You know, coming from, from Ireland, from Europe, I think I'd like to think we've got thicker skins. We're not pussies. We don't get offended by anything. You could give me your best shot. I'm not going to get embarrassed. I'm not going to get offended. I don't care. Let's just have the conversation and keep on going. But that's that's almost like a side conversation that we, that's definitely a couple of beer a couple of beers conversation. Yeah. But yeah, you yeah. know, Eric, I, I listened to the album for the first time today, um, and I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't get over the heaviness and the heft of it. It was just, goddamn. I'm driving, sitting at the <laughs> traffic lights going, fuck, that's heavy. I think it's like the second song in, there's this big chunky riff. And I go, wait, wait, I got to go back on this. I got to go back on this. So for anybody who's watching this and they're, they don't know who you are and you're picking up new fans like me today, what can they, what can we expect if they just, you know, to use the pun, you know, put the needle on the groove, what are they going to hear? What, what, what influences are coming out of that? Cause I think it's just an awesome record that I hope it gets some traction. Well, to
0: be honest, we all have uh, different influences, um, and I know a lot of bands say that. Some of us don't even listen to doom metal. Mm-hmm. Some of some some of us that's all we listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, some of us are quite eclectic, I guess, in our in our musical choices. As you can tell, we uh, the last track. I don't know if you knew this or not, but uh, the last track corrupt is actually a Depeche mode. cover, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. So, uh, that was my choice. Oh, um, <laughs> <Trish>. <laughs> but, um, I would say you can expect, uh, for, for new people coming into this album, they can expect, uh, something heavy. They can expect, uh, dynamic vocals. I think crystal's sure. vocals are just awesome. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. and layered with the, um, I'm trying to think of how to explain grit vocals, gritty vocals, screaming vocals, uh, however however you want to say that that's layered in. But really, when we uh, when we wrote the album, uh, even though it doesn't sound like it, there's a lot of, uh, I would say, influence from Pink Floyd because the album conceptually, I guess you would say, right, because the album is actually meant to be listened front to back. that's it it wasn't originally it wasn't planned to even be tracked it was just going to be one long thing Mm -hmm. you know but if you listen to it back to back you can see how it how Mm -hmm. it kind of flows excuse me and the samples flow together and everything like that so i think it's a very uh cohesive effort in that regard and i think that if a new fan comes in that's what i would suggest to them is listen to it front to back don't skip Mm -hmm. around So you can just digest the whole thing at one time and then start going track to track to track.
1: This is the story story of your your enslavement, how it came to be be and how you can you can finally be free. Free.
2: Fair point. And I think, like you mentioned, this is obviously your first full length, but you know, there's a number of EPs out there going back. Since- no, no, actually, sorry, this is our second full length. Second full apology Second full. Yeah, but there's yeah, a number yeah. of EPs out there. Like there's I think there's five EPs since 2015. That's very prolific for a new band doing air quotes. Was that always the plan to just keep on going, or to just end up going that direction because you had the time, the ideas?
0: Uh well, to be honest, um, The first EP we come out with, uh, that was money, (laughs) right? Going to record. Mm -hmm. Uh, Being a young band, everybody's got to split the cost. So we were like, oh, what's our best three songs? Let's put this out there and see how it goes. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've actually had a lot of uh, member changes because I'm sure the musician community understands that it's hard to find people that have the same vision and uh, same drive and things like that. So we lost some members and the same thing again. We released another EP. And then, uh, then we lost more members, and me and Crystal didn't want to stop, right? So uh, I wrote the songs, and we came out with 326 Spiritual dialysis mm-hmm. and I yeah. played the drums, I played the bass, I played uh, the guitar, the keyboards, mm-hmm. the samples, and went and recorded it all on a click track in a studio, Lead Belly Studios, which is... Uh, we record with them all the time. His name is Matt Washburn, he's an awesome guy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So we recorded that, that was the next EP. And then uh, Mark came along and we wrote uh, the album 1823. Uh, and that was on New Heavy Sounds Records. Um, sorry about that. And um, we wanted to kind of keep it rolling, right? Like keep people interested. And we were like, well, what can we do? And so the next EP, we were like, well, let's do grunge covers Mm -hmm. yeah but the singers have to be or somebody in the band actually had had to be passed away that was Mm, the rule that was the rule that we picked okay and then we have we have four members and each member could pick any song that they wanted from that era and nobody Mm. else could argue oh Mm. i don't want to do that one (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah so we just picked them went and uh Went really well. We got a lot of good feedback on sure. the uh idolatry. Um mm-hmm. and then kind of paused for a while and uh then we wrote our next album. Oh, there's also uh not an EP but a, a single. Have you heard uh we did a cover of Bury Me and Smoke? Yes. Mm-hmm. no down. I have not heard of yeah. it. You gotta, gotta write that down. Yeah. You got me. With- <clears throat> with a with a band out of Atlanta named Glow Morning, who we're good friends with. And they're also mm-hmm. on Black Doom Records. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot nice. of fun.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, with the grunge, like you said, you've, you had to have a band member died. Unfortunately, that's pretty much most of those big bands, grunge bands, has had a band member died mm-hmm. over the years, right. unfortunately. But yeah, you guys get a great, great job. by that. You know, one of the things I wanted to really talk about that I really love about the record, really, w- with the vocals, you know, is having the, like you said, I mean, Crystal's, you know, vocals are are great. I mean, having those on top of the harsh vocals, you know, I don't know if it was the production, the mixing, it's just so, it blends perfectly because you could hear both. over. I mean, a lot of times, you know, when you're mixing those two together, it can kind of get a little muddled. They can kind of get one over the other, but you could hear both equally the same when it's done. And I just thought it was, you know, it's perfect. know the the way that was recorded on this record i mean how 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 difficult was it really to get that sort of right blend or mix when you know doing the either the mixing the recording because that's one of the i think the highlights of this record is just how well the two balance and and blend together it's it's very Mm -hmm. rare that you see that blend mix that well together
0: i appreciate that comment It, it uh it really wasn't that hard um mm-hmm. you know i'm i'm from atlanta i was a front front man in a lot of death metal bands and uh i can't think of the genre right now uh you know the red cord
1: sure yeah, mm-hmm, yeah
0: what jo- what genre is that
1: <laughs> uh yeah it's hard to really explain I know, so many right? <laughs> some just but extreme anyway. metal i guess but yeah yeah uh, i
0: used i used to front bands like that out of atlanta and okay. uh so i have a uh, real long history of screaming and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Crystal doesn't, and me and her work together to uh, get her on board with that. And she did it a little bit on 1823, the first full length. Mm-hmm. But one of the uh, feedback that we got from 1823 is we need more screaming, more screaming, more screaming. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, obviously we take feedback and in then in the new record, we took that feedback and listened to uh, people's opinions and incorporated that. And uh, Crystal and I just worked on it together, and for some reason, it's hard to explain. Like it just naturally meshes like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the studio, there wasn't a whole lot of you know turn the dial here and turn the dial here and that that to get that perfect mix. It just worked.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, so, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 No, I was ahead. gonna say. You know, I was gonna say. You know, speaking of feedback. You know, I, I was you know on on your guys' social media today, and I saw probably one of the most ridiculous reviews I've ever seen. And I'm not going to give you know the the publication or the person any any uh, press here, but um, it, it it was I think just so wrong on all fronts. It, it, it To me, it was just a lazy journalism. Someone who doesn't understand the music of the genre that you guys play. Um, and I, I know I I'm sure it was you. So you know you had a good I think a very good um, attitude towards it where you say well you know every you know any press is good press and you know we take feedback and sort of you know use it but you know to me that wasn't really constructive criticism that was sort of like a headpiece in my opinion but (laughs) you know um i i know that you know this is obviously what i'm getting at is you know this type of music a lot of bands usually play this style of music and this style of metal um that do it it's it's this kind of sound can get sort of monotonous and stale because of the slow tempo of it, the, you know, just the nature of it. And, you know, sometimes it could be just even myself. I mean, if, if in order to really stay engaged and really stay interested in in this style, you have to have, I think a a lot of pieces to, which is something you guys have. I mean, obviously with the vocals, you know, different, like I said, the contrasting vocals is great. And then also the sampling really keeps things fresh and keeps the listener engaged and it just doesn't you know this like a lot of these kind of you know this style of music a lot of bands and albums that you hear of it it could be it could be kind of boring you know i mean it could get kind of like okay i'm just turning this off it's just boring me not at all with you guys i mean it's you guys really do such a great job of keeping the listeners you know uh the the music fresh and not getting stale and not just writing on a slow really doomy, you know part it's almost like you know okay Enough. Here we go. Boom, and you're kicking to something else. It really is good. I mean, how conscious do you have to be when you're when you guys are really writing the music, or just putting these songs together, recording them, or what have you, mix them? How how conscious do you, have you guys had to be in order to really keep it sort of fresh, so that it doesn't become stale, and it really keeps the listener engaged without you know kind of getting ready to to fast forward that song into the next one? Because, like you said, you did a phenomenal job on really uh, doing that on this record, in my opinion
0: oh thank you uh that's very much appreciated great great feedback (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh i'll say that you know like when i'm working on the computer you know i do all our videos and things like that when i'm editing i'll sit there and listen to like bong ripper or something right Mm. and uh i can zone out to it Mm. (laughs) but i can't drive down the street and just jam Mm.
2: bong ripper and i'm I'm, I'm not
0: i'm not ripping on bong ripper (laughs) uh they're they're one of my favorite bands but Mm. uh you know, when we get to the writing phase and we're shooting ideas back and forth, and then we actually get in the jam space and we start writing, we're playing it. And they're like, all right, we're bored with this. Go to something else. Mm, okay. what, 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 what's, what's a bridge or, or what, you know, what's, what could the chorus be or what could the middle part be? And uh, we really challenged ourselves on uh, this last album um, to try and keep the songs a little shorter.
1: Mm, okay. Because
0: mm. I, I know in a, a lot of doom metal, a, a lot of metal in general, you can get into the six, eight, nine minute mark, and by that time, your average listener is bored.
1: Yep. Exactly. Right.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. So we try, So we tried to challenge ourselves to keep the song shorter, more interesting, and it it just kind of came naturally. It seemed like when we were trying to write longer songs for the sake of writing longer songs. Mm.
2: You know, I think we just get bored with it. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great point by uh, Matt, too, because in mean, my my earliest, I guess, outside of the Sabbath, obviously, you can do some doomy stuff going in from the 70s, particularly maybe volume four and mass reality that kind of that kind of hit that period. But, you know, my my earliest kind of doom, I guess, was candle Mass. you know, back oh, in yeah. 86, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I still love that album, with that, but that had a completely different soaring vocals in that sense. It was awesome. I can't remember that. I think it's Leaf something, or there was a the singer. I can't remember the name, but and you know, and um, it's it's an interesting genre that can just get lost because the presumption is this is just going to bore the ass off me. I'm not even I'm not even going to give it a minute. And I think to Matt's point, I think you haven't done that. So anybody listening, give it a shot. Don't just see Doom and Sludge and go not my thing and move on because it's not all of that. And the vocals kind of almost add this layer to that you don't expect. So I think that's what the engaging part is. I listened to pretty much all the way through today in pieces, like from straight through stopping and starting the car and interviews, whatever meetings with clients. But, you know, by the end of the afternoon I had kind of pitched it to myself and go, yeah, I'm going to go back on this again and kind of (laughs) reevaluate. But one point I wanted to make too, you just mentioned reviews and, you know, Matt said about that social media post about how much notice do you take your reviews or do you just write for yourselves? And, you know, you'd often hear bands saying like, we got to write for us. If you don't like it, you don't like it. Move on, whatever. Don't buy the album. Don't come to the concert. But how, how much before we of you together get the entire band? How much emphasis do you place on reviews and then take that back as a discussion point back together to all of you? Well,
0: uh, well, first off, I mean, we are writing for us. We're writing what we enjoy playing. Mm. Um, But in complete honesty, I would love to quit my day job. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So um, I wouldn't say we take it uh, super serious and it kind of depends on what the review says. But uh, sometimes people give the, uh, I guess you would say criticisms, right? And you're like, you know, it's it's your baby, right? The album's your baby so sometimes your immediate reaction when you hear the criticism in my in our brains would be that asshole <laughs> you know
2: yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: but but th- 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 then you kind of stew on it a little bit and then we'll go back and listen to the album again all each of us individually or whatever we'll come back we'll be like, you know what that guy said made a lot of sense maybe we mm-hmm. should take into consideration his opinion and just, and, 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 try it out. Uh, and if it, if it don't work in the jam space, throw it to the wall. And if it don't stick, it don't stick. Mm. But, uh, some of the opinions matter. Some of them like the, uh, hit pieces he might've said,
1: or they might've yeah. said
0: one or two things we might, uh, take and try or whatever, but, uh, we try and listen. Uh, we're there for the fans and ultimately as a musician, you're there for yourself and the listener you you want to write things that people enjoy as much as write stuff that you enjoy so uh i would say you know we probably take 25 percent serious (laughs) and like like i said sometimes you'll go downstairs and and you'll take one of those opinions and play it and you're like ah i kind of like the way this guy was thinking yeah
2: but i think i looked at some of the reviews today from you know different publications and websites and whatnot and the best one i saw and i have it right there and it said uh, 10 fresh cuts of doomy darkness and i said okay that's awesome that was just <laughs> but most of the reviews have been really positive i mean you you saw them i'm guessing and uh yeah and it's not i wasn't looking for negative i just wanted to see what other publications and websites were saying and i genuinely saw positivity on maybe the six or seven i looked at today so that must be reassuring from the positive side not looking for the hit pieces yeah mm-hmm. I, that makes sense and uh one of the opinions
0: that we had on our last album is, uh the production could have been better. I didn't hear it, right? But uh, that's something that was said. And when we went to record this album, we took extra time on mm. uh, the production side of things, on the mixing and things like that to try and get it zeroed in a little bit more. So that's something that we took uh, right. took to heart, I guess you'd right. say. Mm. Yeah, production is awesome. I, I just, yeah. it's, oh. it's really, really good. Absolutely, yeah yeah thank you thank you i also think this one it, it it does sound very very good
1: the feeling is definitely there it's a new morning in america fresh vital the old cynicism is gone we
2: have faith in our leaders we're optimistic As to what becomes of it all, it really boils down to our ability to accept.
1: Now, um, you know, Eric, you know, you guys are are based out of Alabama, you know, and, you know, uh, Zach and, and, you know, the the team over at Middle Devastation, really, I've just been doing such a great job over the years, getting the word out about bands that are within that region, you know, uh, that, you know, Mississippi, Alabama, Tennessee, that part of the South. And, you know, um, but you guys now have been around, I know, for like, God, almost a decade now, right? Correct. About 10 years. I mean, how... And what's amazing is, you know, like I said, I just recently, you know, found out about you guys. I mean, has it, has it? How difficult has it been, really, to get the exposure that a band like Ember really deserves, considering that you're not really like that close to a lot of the major cities? Like you said, I know you, you know, from Atlanta, and obviously that's a major hub. But you know, being around that, you know, that area, like I said, it it, it can be kind of difficult for a lot of times for people to know that there's these great, you know, bands like Ember that exist in that part of the country. Has that been, have you found to been like one of, I sort of, I wouldn't say a roadblock, but a, a, an obstacle I should say for you guys to really to get your music. out. Because like I said, now finally everyone is hearing it. Like I said, across the globe doom charts, obviously you make that everyone's known about you. I mean, has mm-hmm. it been difficult, you know, getting that exposure being from, you know, uh, that part of the country?
0: Uh, yes, it has been. Mm-hmm. Um, but when me, when me and Crystal actually started Ember, we were in Iowa. And that oh, was wow. way worse. <laughs> we, we, hey, man, we, we we had to drive two hours to three hours just to jam with other musicians when we wow. were out there. Oh, yeah. Man. So um, I would say, yes, it's been it's been difficult. Um, I know every band has uh, these issues. Uh, sometimes it's hard getting shows. It's hard sure. getting on national act shows. Um, also now being a musician, you don't, you're not just a musician anymore. Mm -hmm. You're a marketer. You're, uh, you know, uh, you got to understand algorithms. You got to understand Facebook. You got to understand TikTok. You got to understand Instagram, how all those algorithms work and how they're going to reach the up and coming generation and the generations that are already here. So, uh, that that's one of our weaknesses, I guess you'd say, as far as getting known is understanding uh, social media and things like that. Um, but yeah, it has it has been difficult, but it seems like we're getting more and more support. Um, slowly, um, one of the things I've always said since we've started this band is most band success comes from longevity. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of these a lot of these pe- bands that come out of nowhere, and you're like, "Whoa, man, where the hell did ghost come from? Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> right. But then you go research it and they were together 10, 12 years before they blew up. So yeah. it's a lot of it, it's, a, it's a lot of work in It's a lot of grinding. It's a lot of figuring things out. But I do think that the Internet environment is uh, difficult to navigate.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I saw Ghost actually a couple of years ago. Uh, lived in New Jersey, you know. Some supporting Iron Maiden. I mean, you know, Maiden is a hardcore metal band, and Ghost were supporting. There was twenty thousand people there. They went down right. really good. So they again, they they did it. They they were in the, the the van and driving around and whatever it was. I know they're Tobias and the Unknowns and all that kind of thing. I get the story behind it, but they've got incredible traction and they're they're a big name right now. So I got well, I got one more question. just before. Uh, you know, go back to Matt for rap. But, you know, 2024 is here. You have recorded the album. It's a great album. I urge everybody to check it out. You know, the interview cycle, you're doing interviews where and when you get them and where you can fit them in. And the reviews are good. What does 24 look like for for the band? Like what's in terms of festivals, activity? Is there more music on the way, another EP? Or you tell me what's that going to look like for everybody? Um, <clears throat> well, well, first, let me show you this.
0: This is something that we just recently had made. I don't know if you can see that very well. I can see it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so right now we're going to be selling this at our live shows, but this is a bunch of um, art that I did for the album. Let me see if I can show this. So it's basically like a big lyric book. Oh, wow. Very cool. That's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, that's really cool.
0: And uh, so every page has got a message, kind of tells you the message of the songs a little bit, right? so That's uh great. we're going to be selling this live we have 50 mm. of them right now but then nice. hopefully we're going to start offering packages on with this yeah uh on the internet um we're going to start um play playing more shows out of state we're uh we got a show okay. booked in florida we got some shows in uh tennessee we're actually uh submitted to be on tennessee uh metal fest nice
2: um,
0: nice trying to trying to get more out of state and get it get into doing more uh, mini tours or little runs.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah. uh, you were speaking about our uh, difficulties uh, earlier. Um, that That's one of the difficulties because we all have full-time jobs, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not totally. like you can just drop everything and go on a two-week totally. tour. So totally. uh, that's one of the struggles. Yeah, um, We are talking about doing, um, I mentioned we did the Bury Me in Smoke with Dayglow Morning.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we're talking about doing a cover of Corrosion and Conformities, uh, Albatross
1: nice, nice. Okay. With, an, mm-hmm. with
0: another band out of Atlanta named Thrum. Uh, another we, we were also talking about another idolatry. Oh, wow, uh, okay. EP, but this one it's just pick whatever you want. Mm, okay. Oh, wow, random, wow, yeah, yeah. So, I, I'm kind of thinking I might pick, uh. Guar's The Road Behind.
1: Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs>
0: <That'd> <laughs> you got to put on the gear. You got to put on the gear. Yes, right. <laughs> yeah. You got to put on the gear, right? <laughs> but uh, no, uh, right now it's uh, focusing on promoting this. Like I said, the book, getting out of state more with shows, but we are going to try and record probably at least five different songs this year, mm-hmm. whether it be for uh, you know the cover, nice. the cover of Albatross that I talked about or another Idolatry and put that out and just kind of, keep things in motion. Um, me and crystal are also working on, uh, her little, uh, solo album, not okay. an album EP EP. So uh, okay. trying to do that where it's more all electronic.
1: Oh, wow. Okay.
0: So, okay. Uh, so, wow. so some, some interesting things in the mix.
1: Very I like cool. It. Yeah, and I think that Idolatry thing is, you know, series. If you have multiple albums of that, I think that's a great idea to do. Mm. Put out three or four type of songs that are covers. And and then like I said, the covers that you've done, I mean, I mean, I think you did a great version of of Down, you know, the Stone Temple Pilots. That was sure. I thought fantastic. That, that Thank that, you. That came out. Yeah. And yeah. like you said, you know, and I think you brought up a great point, you know, too, Eric, you know, before about, you, you know, you're right. Longevity is the key these days to, to getting mm. noticed. It's like they said, these days you have to be a band for like you guys for ten years for people to finally really you know to really to spread out. It, it takes really that long, and you have to be consistent as you guys have been putting out new music. And obviously, it's it's all evidenced with this you know great you know uh, sophomore uh, full length that you guys have out that everyone needs to check out uh, right now. Of course, it's Ember. It's out now on Black Duba Records. So Eric, why don't you go ahead and just let the listeners and the viewers know. What's the, where's the best place we could send them to, you know, buy merch, you know, keep up with the band, you know, you're, you're, you know, whether you guys play shows, all that good stuff.
0: Um, Well, you can access everything from uh, Mm -hmm. EmberRockBand.com. All all our videos are there, our EPKs, uh, all our links, uh, our merch. Um, We don't sell our merch directly. We actually go through a local uh, company named Amplify T okay and uh they print on demand but we've got about uh, if i had to throw a number out there i don't know exactly but i think it's like we got about 15 shirt designs on uh, on that site and you can get uh you can get each one like on a hoodie or a you know a a girly tee or whatever you want right Mm -hmm. uh so that's on our website of course our uh we have our facebook um instagram and uh we're actually trying to uh rebuild our TikTok. Because uh, our TikTok got this, is my fault. I lost access to it. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I had to start it again. So, uh, but we're on all the social media sites, but you can access all that just from emberrockband.com. You can access our band camp there okay. as well. Yeah.
1: Nice. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, like you said, and like you said, you're, I'm sure you're so much like you said before, you're not just a musician now, right? You've got to be this this marketer online and, and and I mean the amount of time I mean even just with with doing our our show, I mean the, the amount of social media we gotta do, it's just so time sure. consuming. It's it's not even funny. Um, but like I said, everybody is starting to take notice of, of you guys and, and this record here is just proof of that. It's a phenomenal record, Ember. Out now on Black Doom records, go ahead, everyone and check that out. And, yeah, Eric, we really appreciate you coming on, man. And, you know, I hope to see you on the road sooner than later, you know, and and I'd love to check you guys out live. So hopefully we do see you out there hitting the road as soon as possible and, you know, get on some of these festivals that we, uh, yep. whether here or overseas or whatever, I'm sure people are going to be taking notice, no doubt.
0: Awesome. Thank you. Well, I really appreciate the conversation. I thought it was good. Constructive, good feedback. <laughs> so, uh, pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. I, yeah. I, I, I had a lot of fun. Uh, I really appreciate it, guys. Thank you.
1: Yeah. So